I'm Sydney. And I'm Ashley. And this is How to Deal. A conversation about love, life, and everything in between. We are wheeling and dealing and navigating poorly how how to deal. deal. And like, for what? You yeah. Know? But like, but, and not in a begging way either. Cause the other thing about Mal is that like, she, she's made it very clear and I fully fucking believe her. She's like, oh yeah, if this doesn't work out, like I'm going to be, going to be okay. And I'm like, oh fuck, I believe you. Like, mm-hmm. I fully believe that you're not going to like start a whole podcast about our fucking breakup, you know, <laughs> yeah. like I know that, but like, she's, she is so secure yeah. that like these fluctuations don't like stress yeah, her. Kyle is so like. Like everyone's like, oh my god, be nice to Kyle. You're so insane. And I'm like, me. she means. But I, <laughs> but I'm like, when whenever I'm like, hey, I know I've been really crazy. I'm really sorry. He's like, it honestly has not affected me at all. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. Every little thing you do affects me. Like, what yeah, do yeah, you yeah. mean? So what's that so like? What's that? <laughs> like what do you, how? A butterfly beats its wings in a room four miles away from me, and I'm like having a stroke. You yeah. Know? Like I can't like, not what are be you affected. Talking about? But, but I think, I think after that fight and like her quite like me seeing the suitcase and like the suitcase being this symbol of like, I'm so scared always about like protecting myself and like not like getting myself into a situation that is like identical or even like similar to the one that I was in where like, I just, whatever it's something played out that night with the suitcase and like the suitcase was like apparently this big fucking like need to throw the suitcase away and get a new one. I think I have to throw it away. Yeah. I think we need a new suitcase. I need a new suitcase. Yeah. Because it like. And, and then again, like the quite literal of like us unpacking that suitcase, like together and me feeling like I don't need to like run away from this. Like mm-hmm. I, like I'm agreeing to marriage with this person. Like this person is not going anywhere and neither am I. And like the only way that we can grow truly as a couple and like in our partnership is for her to be able to trust and feel that I'm not going anywhere either. Yeah. Like she gives me that. She deserves to have that feeling too. And every time we get into a fucking like fight, I can't be packing a bag. Mm-hmm. Like how shitty would that make you feel? It's really shitty. It's shitty. Yeah. Like, and I know it's shitty. So, well, you had your suitcase moment. So we throw the suitcase away. We burn it. Probably. I don't I think, know. I think you burn it together. It's like super yeah. beautiful. Yeah. And then don't do that again. I'm not going to do it again. I'm really not. I, I mean, like I said, it just, it has exited. Like that thing has exited me. Mm-hmm. And like the but demon no longer possesses me. Yeah. You need to have the full circle moment where you're like, okay, this is healed now. Oh and yeah. That, and that doesn't need to be a narrative anymore. Isn't that crazy? So, and it's also like, you can't plan. It's like that needed to be healed. You didn't even know, Mm-mm. but it was still there. And you also can't plan your healing. So you can't no. like plan like, Oh, this is the thing. This is the next thing that I have to like work on. You know, it yeah. just fucking like erupts out of you and you're like, Oh shit. It did. And it, and it fixed itself. And I was just like, Oh my God. Like, which is so great. <sighs> like deep, like literal relief, relief that I didn't even know that I needed, you know? Yeah. I don't know what my, like, I'm just gonna have to read. I'm, well, I need to get a therapist, but I'm the dismissive thing and the like constantly running. I'm tr- I'm working on it. It was like, I just did a second, like a stop second guessing yourself challenge with that. Um, Carol Lowenthal I did, coach person. I, I did make fun of you the other day and I said, Ashley, who is a seeker of truth. Um, will seek out 
any modality I'll of healing anything. except for therapy. So well, now, Not that she now I'm going to have health insurance. Yeah. And so I'm going to like do well, let's it. also just aside to say that mental health care should be far more accessible oh, than 100%. it is. percent. I'm actually not judging you for that. It's so hard. It's so hard. But now I'm going to have health care. And so I'm actively going to get on that train. But Carol Lenthal is like a thought work Coach, say, can person? you say this person's name again? Kara Lowenthal. Kara Lowenthal. And she has a okay. podcast called Unfuck Your Brain. I talked about it last time. Yeah, I've heard of this. And she released, and it's the thing that we hate. She released this like $30 stop second guessing yourself challenge that's like five days long. She did an hour long or two talk every day that built on each other with like a mastermind at the very end and like live coaching with people in between which was great. Um, but it all was to fucking upsell people on the $97 monthly. Of course it was fucking community thing that she wrote. And I was like, I hate, oh, I hate these things. Like the, for the cheaper workshop. That's actually just them pitching you their fucking like actual yeah. deal. I'm like, I will not be sold. Like I get yet, so mad and I still, I mean, I bought the shit, but I'm yeah. not, I'm not joining your fucking big group. Yeah, fucking, I hate it. I hate it so much. Because I'm like, you just wasted an hour of my time. It's a necessary you know evil, I mean? It's I so think. gross. Because I'm sure it works. Is the uh, problem. It totally works. Mm -hmm. It's so stupid. And then you're just, and then I get really mad because I'm witnessing all these people just like fall for this kind of like pipeline. And we I'm hate, like, we, we hate a course. I hate, I hate, hate it. it. However, what I did learn from this course Okay, she is, got something for her $30 <laughs> or whatever something. the fuck. It was like, I didn't know there were so many different types of second guessing. And it was like, you can second guess you know your worth where you like have a your whole thing is that you don't think that you're worthy you don't think that you're enough and that causes you to second guess and like maybe not raise your hand or speak up for yourself or like advocate for yourself because of the worthiness piece. okay wait can i pause you for a second because i'm realizing that i don't really even like can we define second guessing yourself because mm -hmm. i don't think i really have a good grasp on that because i don't think I, it's something that you i don't. do you so don't i'm like what does that mean what does that feel like second What's guessing an example of that? is like you know, maybe you know the answer to something in class. Okay. And you don't raise your hand because you're like, maybe I could be wrong. Oh, okay. And having a problem with being wrong. Okay. Too. Oh, meaning it's also avoiding finding out that you're wrong. Probably. Maybe. Or okay. like being ashamed to be, to be like, oh, I think I know the answer, but maybe I don't. Yeah. But maybe I don't. And then that's like a problem. It's not okay. like, maybe I know the answer and I'm going to throw this out. And if it's wrong, like, who cares? It's like, oh, okay. It's, it's like stopping yourself mm-hmm short yeah also. so and so the there's a couple different ways that can happen yeah. and it's very the feeling is very like uncertain unsafe fearful yeah. what, so what drew you to this like work particularly I second guess myself all the time and i think i second guess myself in the category of like decision making mm -hmm. um and we've talked about how I don't trust myself i would agree with that yeah. so that is a form of second guessing where okay. i'm like why don't i trust or believe in the thoughts or feelings that i have yeah and whether they are true or not mm -hmm. um and so they're second guessing with worth they're second guessing with um there's like five styles the decision style is like is this the right decision or the wrong decision oh that's you all the way which is maybe. me all the time mm -hmm. and then there's the people pleasing aspect which is like you just want everyone else to be happy. And so you dismiss your own wants, wants and feelings. Mm -hmm. And you're going to ask every single person their opinion about everything Wait, and every decision like that you that. make. And like, 
hope that the majority of the people like you have to get validation for, for the decision, decision that you're making. Oh yeah. So I know like, a lot of people like that. Too. I know that quitting my job to start this business is going to disappoint my parents. Mm-hmm. But if all these other people validate that decision, or if I can prove to my parents that this is a good decision and I can get them on board, then my decision is okay. Oh my God. That's so you. It's so me. Well, you, oh my God, you just hit on it, which is like, it's not that you're going to do the thing that you want to do. You're going to do the thing that you want to do as long as you know you're covered by mm-hmm. other people who agree with you. Mm-hmm. That is so fucking It's so you. me. It's oh my terrible. God. So she kind of explains this in the pitch yeah. for the course. And I, li- <laughs> and I was like, um, I'm getting my credit card. Like I'm getting yeah. out the card. Like, I heard, need to heard. yeah loud and clear Kara got, got it. it got it got so it it's it was really cool because it's not like she can anyone can solve your problem it's sure. just kind of like being when aware you, when you identify that mm-hmm. that is something that you're doing and you're like why do I need their approval to do the thing that I want to do yeah so it was kind of just walking you through like she live coached a girl who wanted to start her own business and really was going to like disappoint her parents Mm -hmm. uh for doing that you can relate totally and (laughs) and really like just one and kara was like why do you need their approval to start your own business like you're paying your own bills yeah like what do you that's what that's what i always ask you yeah that was that was like pretty much like i got a tattoo like oh my god i've got a tattoo how are they gonna think about my tattoo and it's like who i literally literally (laughs) no i think i've asked you like i don't understand yeah I, i genuinely like i cannot wrap my head around because it's like shameful that like the family lore is like the shame and and so you have to like, you have to be strong in your decision to, or what my assumption is then you have to be strong in like, oh, I, I wanted this tattoo. But the thing is, oh. it's so not even that deep. Like For I just wanted is. it. <laughs> right. So I'm like, I just wanted it, but that's like not a good enough reason. So if I had a good enough reason, right, maybe they would still like, be okay. Like, I got this tattoo because, because it was, it was, you know, it which is like what I told them about life. Like Jesus the moon. Christ, I was like, mom, you talk about phases all the time. And like the moon is the face. Like I'm making shit up you're, to you're sell, to justify so that people are approving whatever I'm doing. Oh. And so we, she basically walks through like, you can make your own decisions. You're a big girl. And no one needs to approve them. And you may disappoint people. And you might fuck up. You can talk people through their disappointment. Like you don't have to feel bad because you can't make anyone feel any type of Correct. way. Right. Mm-hmm. So people are like, I feel disappointed. And you're like, not feeling anything. Yep. You're like, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. I can understand that you're disappointed. Does yeah. It, oh, feel that, like, that that's not something that you that you wanted me to do. But um, well, is us, there anything that I can do for you? No, it's us gentle parenting our parents. Gentle parenting. It's going. That's a big feeling. <laughs> <laughs> are you? Oh, the, are you feeling angry? Are you feeling sad? Are you feeling disappointed? I feel disappointed sometimes too. Yeah, but like, like literally talking like to your boomer parents, responsible like, for the mm-hmm. feeling. It, I'm like huge Whoa. for you. Like it's huge, and I, I'm gonna. I'm not, it's so I, much I, practice. I, I have I'm to like, work. Fuck. <laughs> me and Maui work on that a lot together. Where I have to like really remind her pretty consistently. I'm like, people are allowed to not to to have feelings about you or your choices, and you can just go. I hear that. That, but and this is what my problem that. is because I'm such a fix it person oh, also mm-hmm. it's a lot of Bob people bring me things yeah. to fix yeah. and so when someone comes up to me and they go you disappointed me yep i'm like how do, how do I, I fix, fix this problem immediately instead of going that sucks i f- i hear and you and not having any feeling about it yep. because i would never go to another person 
and be like, you disappointed me. Right. People disappoint people. Yeah. I don't need to go to another person and tell them that they did something to me unless they need to change their change behavior, behavior. Mm-hmm. in the future. Well, when people are telling you that, you understand too that they are telling you to change your behavior. But when it's a decision that I'm not going to change my behavior around. Right. They're like, trying to. Ew. Yeah. Then fuck off. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the whole thing. And that's what makes me mad. I hear it. So. <laughs> well, because no, but you, but you telling your, meaning, you telling your parents you know, or whatever, like you having tattoos that like the very act of it that your parents don't like, like them being upset with you is because they're trying to get you to not do that. And I'm like, I'm going to still do that. Right. So like, I'm sorry. Yep. Actually, I'm not I'm sorry. Not. No, I'm not. But like, I hear that that isn't your favorite thing. But like, why? Ooh, Again, in, in the efficient Ugh. way, I would, if I knew that someone was going to keep doing some shit. Well, they think that you have influence. They think they have influence over you because they do. I mean, yeah, historically, but it's just like, it's like exhausting. So anyways, that's one thing that we're working on. We're not, we're second, we're not second guessing. And then the other thing is the decision making with being right and wrong. Oh, you, this is your hang up. And I don't really know how to fix this besides really understanding. I don't know when it's going to click for me that like, there is nothing that's right and wrong that you're not in control. And the reason that and this is funny and you love this that she i was like well how do you know if you're making the right the quote-unquote right decision or the decision that's most aligned Mm -hmm. with you she was like you have to have a really strong sense of like morality ethics like what your character is yeah internal compass and i i have like I don't have any integrity. I like have no ethics. I'm I always like, say that you're morally bankrupt. I'm totally bankrupt. I'm like, yeah. who cares? Like I, if, if this is what's needed of me to execute whatever, like yeah. I'll do it. Like who cares? Ashley would have been <laughs> the Nazi. <laughs> what? Walking people to the gas chamber being like, sorry. I mean, they're paying me. It's okay. My fucking, that's it's just my job. That's like really intense. <laughs> that's really intense. I really hope. <laughs> I feel like there is a line that we have to draw. Well, I'd love to find out what it is. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> I know. Up. I'm sorry. It was fucked up. But oh, like, but like, I no, really but, but, like, but I'm actually saying this because like people with your mentality actually scare me because mm. of that, because of what I'm saying. Like, Meaning, where does the line drop? Right, right, yeah, right. Like, I, I want to fucking know that there is a line. Yeah. For you, like as your friend. No, I think there is a line. Like, I think when I say that I'm morally bankrupt, like we're joking, we're, we're, it's a bit. But I do think that I don't have a lot. Like in the beginning of our business, there'd be some people that we would maybe work with or like that we would have conversations with or whatever and Charlotte or like things would go a certain way and I would be okay with it or be like, yeah, that's understandable. I can understand why they would want that. Mm -hmm. Even though that's like outrageous to us. Like this is the type of person that they are. Mm -hmm. I'm not surprised. And that didn't really phase me. Mm -hmm. And Charlotte would always be like, but the principle, like it's the principle of it. And I'm like, who, you have never once been bothered by the principle of anything. No, never. But again, like people will disappoint you. Like, like some people, don't like people are just fucking different that doesn't surprise me someone being absolutely batshit insane my dad like the yeah. people in my family i'm like how could we have a principle you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah, you're like the care yeah you for you 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 come from a fucking clown car of a family where like everybody like, equal, deals are being crazier made. than Things the next are going on under the yeah. table like who cares so but I, yeah you are you're just comfortable well you're comfortable in the ambiguity yeah of ethics yeah and you're, like you're comfortable how with that. and Libra rising i'm like everything could be excused or there's like a re you know i can see every side so that's what makes it really hard because i don't have this fucking like compass i don't have an anchor to make decisions around wait, wait. or be like proud of the decisions that i made 
and really stand by them. Which is a weird thing. Yeah. Which makes it impossible to make decisions, which is why I'm like asking every single person and polling everyone and being like, what's the right thing to do? You know? Whoa. Okay. Whoa. Love that you brought up the Libra rising because this is my moon. Right. Mm. And I actually have always said that I think my Libra moon is the very thing that makes me so concerned with justice. Right. Mm. Like Libra's symbol is the scales of justice. And to me, that scale isn't um, ambiguous at all. Mm -hmm. Right. Like it's literally like weighing things Mm -hmm. and there is like a tangibleness to that weight. And so I think that is like like any bit of like social justice warrior within me comes, I think, from that like so weird that moon. But again, the moon is the internal self exactly so like my internal self like you're you you and Mallory both always say the exact same thing to me which is like it's not that deep but for me everything is that deep because everything really I feel in my gut of like this is right or wrong like yeah. I have this strong sense of like rightness and wrongness and everything in stupid <laughs> shit stupid shit in the important shit but also in stupid like again I'm deeply bothered by, by the drive-thru the drive-thru because like, it, it feels is, unjust. It's, it's unjust. injustice. No, really. No, yeah. really. It's psychotic, but like it's that's genuinely it's what like injustice. If, it, it impacts me in that way. Mm-hmm. So it's funny that you refer to but the rising, rising. Is the external. It's the external. And so it's how are people perceiving you also. Mm-hmm. So that's what's frustrating about it too, because I think I also was raised by this person who is really like my dad's like I was raised with a person who's like, it's not what you know, it's who you know. And it's just as easy to marry a rich man as it is a poor man. And like all of these kind of things that basically mean whatever's happening on the inside doesn't fucking matter. The way you play the game of life fact, is ignore to win. That. In fact, ignore ignore the inside. Those gut feelings. Because we got we to gotta fucking get, climb the class ladder. Wow. And how do you do that? Like we're doing that. Yeah. Is like, And this is how we're doing it. Yeah. And so it's really weird to be a grown person and to see the class ladder and to know that you can span it, which is like so gross, like, Mm -hmm. but then also understanding the societal games that people are playing and being like, Oh, if I want to be in this place and have access to this power, I have to act a certain way. People have to think a certain way about me. Mm -hmm. And so I have to, I have to like perform this and I have to make decisions that support this, even though internally I don't, maybe agree with them but like we're playing the game baby but that's gross and you just don't i can't no i can't that's always been the dynamic yes i can't like uh, but it's also something like you said like there's positives and negatives right like that is also your skill set that also is something that it's a tool for you it has gotten you a lot of the things that you have wanted out of life it has propelled you in your career but you would probably also say too. You're oh, like so much torment. Well, it's like the friendship thing that keeps coming up for you too. Yeah. Where like you've done that, you've you've ignored your inner whatever inner compass. We're, we're being um. It's kind of dramatic. We're being dramatic, whatever. right? Like obviously, yeah. but like like for hyperbole's sake, right? Like to make my point, I'm saying like let's say you do ignore this internal ethical principle system, right? Well, then you do end up in the place that you're at right now, which is. I, I don't know myself. I don't know what is valuable and important to me. And therefore I can't make a decision because I have no lens through which to, to view, view that the, decision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you also grew up religious and are no longer. So I wonder if like you, that was a, that was a lens through which you viewed choices. Yeah, and then I was like 18 and then it, and then it was gone. Mm. And so you're like, there's no longer a lens. Yeah. And so then you are, it does put you in this kind of lost space of, what is right? What is wrong? What's right to me? Yeah. And what feels wrong to me? Which and is I, the only really thing that's important. Yeah. Like the internal I've, sense is really important though. I felt that for years and this course 
was the first time I'd ever heard someone like verbalize that and why. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, cool. Right now I'm like, oh, cool. Because I'm like, I can go, I understand this now. I can go make this happen for yeah. myself. And like, I feel like there's a path forward. Whereas yeah. before I was like, I don't know what the fuck. You're paralyzed. You're just this. paralyzed. Yeah. Um, but what excites me and what I think I'm going to start building this around too. And it's interesting that it's, that this discovery has happened alongside the like new Soho gig, um, this new job, because I'm like, how in the Southeast are we like creating community in these places where like in Austin or in New York or in Chicago and LA, like they're a little bit more interested. Like people are moving there because they're there's jobs there. They're trying unquote. to like do mm-hmm. all these things. And in new Orleans, like you have a mix of people that are just like fucking vibing and like d- throwing their parties and like doing, doing things that make the culture what it is. Yeah. And it's amazing. Um, and they're like, we actually don't need you and like, fuck you. Yeah. Um, and there are a lot of artists and the, those artists need patrons and like, let's have like, how do we get all these like separate and then over there there's like rich people yeah and they're and like rich people doing like rich people things yeah and it's like how are we bringing these people together in a way that's not gross Mm -hmm. that like funds yeah the culture and the art and the thing that's cool happening and all that i want to do is like utilize whatever chameleon power that i have yes to like get people jobs money yeah you know, and access. Like access and everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my God, this is kind of a full circle moment where I'm like, I can use this thing that has always been really important to me and a skill set that I've like cultivated for a long time to maybe actually do that. Yeah. Which brings me to a lot use of your joy. powers for good, not evil. Right. <laughs> that, I think you've always figured it out. Well, I think you've always used your powers of moral bankruptcy um, <laughs> to do good yeah it's like a very robin hood vibe it is that's it is. that's how i feel really deeply and that's the only reason i can stomach you really <laughs> and truly, is that i have to believe that it's some, like somewhere in this you know cold dead heart that she has uh a soul a soul and and feelings and things like that but yeah that was a long tangent that was but i i, I so what you're basically saying is yes this is like i i don't have a strong maybe internal sense of right wrong justice or or maybe you're more comfortable with the ambiguity but you're saying i'm trying to use that and like leverage that to help people and i think that um you know i mean it's fucking shaky it's on shaky fucking well and i don't want to be like to help people and get people access because like that's really gross but i do think no but it's not at all i well you know i don't know we have privilege and we're gonna use it yeah you have a skill you have a tool that you can also use to help other people like get to a place where they can have the things that you also have. Like yeah. that's, I mean, goddamn, there's really no other way to handle your own privilege other than to do exactly what you're doing. I just, yeah, I, I I'm just privileged and I'm, I just like bitch about it <laughs> on the internet. You know what I mean? Like I don't fucking thoughts do and worthless bitching thoughts dot and worthless bitching blogspot dot blogspot dot com. com. Is it still live? No. Damn it. I yanked that thing from the fucking internet. The second I that I could wish, um, I think this does come up for you though, like additionally in friendship for sure. And, and you're kind of like your friendship journey for sure. I think, well, I think it's, I feel like COVID really did a doozy where like, I actually, I think it was like COVID and then the business and mm-hmm. how like work kind of just took over everything. Mm-hmm. And so the ability to hang out with people or the frequency has decreased and I'm also in a different phase of my life now. And so like I have close friendships mm-hmm. with individual people, but the group, like I don't really have like a group anymore. I've, I've never had a group. I've always had multiple different things mm-hmm. to like, 
step in between. Yeah. But I always felt safe in those spaces. Mm-hmm. And I feel I have not felt the safety mm. of like close knit friendship group dynamic. Well, well in a we, while. And, we, and we've diagnosed it. And it is because when you when you when you don't have this strong sense of internal self. Right. And you can be this chameleon and you can give everybody around you then what like, they who want. Are you? Then who are you? Yeah, totally. And then you're right. You're unsafe. You are unsafe because if you've presented one version to one group and another version to another group, you've now got to keep all those versions. Again, this is all very like subconscious and, and it's like not, not like a lie either, no, no. but it's just kind of like, yeah, you do feel unsettled. You feel you don't know who is the real you to show up with. Well, you do because you have that in these individual friendships. Like you yeah. do that with me. Totally. I, you know, I, at least. Yeah. I, I just, hope. I think, no, I totally do. I think it's like, again, I see a lot of groups or I see on the internet, the friendship groups that like I'm friends with somebody and they have their little, and I'm like, I love that. I love mm-hmm. that so much. They vacation together. Like everyone's kind of draped over each other on the couch. Like there's mm-hmm. this level of intimacy. That's like intimacy. really beautiful, mm-hmm. especially in female friendships. That's yeah. like really lovely. And there's just been some stuff that I've like seen in the past two years. That's like been really weird and like gossipy or like people that were really close have like turned on each other, like really weird drama stuff that like has never really been a part of my life before. Yeah. Um, but I was, again, like the Oprah Winfrey and Michelle Obama interview was incredible. This nugget also stuck with me where Michelle was like, I have kitchen table friends. Mm-hmm. My kitchen table. There's a lot of people in Michelle Obama's life, obviously. obviously. But she has a lot of kitchen table. She has this group of like 12 kitchen table friends, which are friends that she's collected over the years that are like the people you can be totally authentic with, your ugliest, most real self with. You can complain. You can, you know be your worst person Mm -hmm. and it's like this is safe Mm -hmm. and that i was like okay we need to like start building that out Mm -hmm. for real for real Mm -hmm. um not because like i have that individually but i think like where are we coming together is the vibe but my favorite thing that she talked about was like when we moved into the white house Mm -hmm. oprah was like did all of your kitchen table friends make it to the white house Mm -hmm. and she was like no 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 baby the white kitchen you might say (laughs) And what she said was the elevation got too high. They started losing oxygen, Mm -hmm. which was like a really badass way to say. I outgrew some friendships. You outgrew something and then people just couldn't breathe up there with you. And that's okay. You know, like that is going to happen sometimes. Um, And to see two really incredible women speaking like that. And that yeah. it's okay and that's normal. Yeah. And like go with love. And, yeah. You know, but then also Michelle being like, you know, some of them would like come to something and like if you're going to act a certain, like if you're going to act like that when the stakes are this fucking high. Yeah. Like if, if Barack wants to have some friends that are doing that, like this is a different story. Yeah. But like you're not going to come up in this place. Yeah. Acting a, uh, acting away. Acting away. And you can't, and like we're just going to slow ghost. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah. I, I think like, because I've never, well, the group thing really sits with me every time it comes up in any conversation with you or with anybody, because I think we all long for that. And I like, I could go on a real tangent here and this kind of like always circles back to my like Rened, you mm-hmm. know, education where like there are, there's like friendships and there's family and then there's community mm-hmm. and community is different from friends mm-hmm. and family. Community is we might not have a lot in common, but we do come together over this one thing. Maybe it's a neighborhood. Maybe it's your gym. Maybe it's um, this your, hobby that you're doing. This hobby ceramics. that you're doing, right? Like 
church for a lot of people for most of probably human history um we've collected and gathered the community in like religious or spiritual services so like in our modern life i think that we really lack community in a way that makes us like yearn for the exact thing that you're talking about and i have how many friends i mean the lesbians are really trying to make this happen but like so many of my lesbian friends are like how do we live more communally like how do we like do we all buy a piece of land I'll build a house on it and like I want my kids to be able to like wander over to your house and like mm-hmm. you know be around you and then like I want your dog to be able to wander up to my house and like play with my kids and like I you're and I want you to just roll up and be on the front porch and like I'm on the front porch and we like make a cocktail and we sit and hang out like yeah we we it, it is so much effort now to get that feeling of community yeah and we I think the modern experience is so devoid of community you have to be so intentional about community it takes a lot of work and everyone's schedules and coordinating the schedule yeah but then i also i will say too that like i have asked a friend of mine who is a part of a big friend group Mm. i've been like what's the deal how you do this like how does this work out and you know he told me a little something that i thought was interesting oh my god please tell me and he was just saying like oh yeah you have a big friend group but it's not without drama well i don't like that exactly (laughs) and i think i think you and i both do not like drama no and comp like weird shit but he was basically like yeah no that's par for the course like you know their friends are like um like friends from college and then like now like their friends from college is like spouses and like they plan these big like trips every year and like it used to be more chill but now it's like there's like you know so-and-so wants to bring their new boyfriend but then like the older more established couples are like no like we want to just hang out with the people that we know Mm. and it becomes like this and then it's like who's paying for what like money comes into it and like you know this one couple like well they can't conceive and so like they're weird about like kids being on the trip because like it's triggering like oh no yes so like community or like friendship like that and this big group that you're talking about it comes with a price and i think that like I think I have tended to, I think especially as an only child and an only child of an only child, I've never had a big family. Mm-hmm. And so I've never really participated in like, even like family drama or family dynamics like that. Like I'm yeah. very resistant to it, but that is happening with these big friend groups. You're just not seeing it. Yeah. And that repulses me. Same. So like, I think I that really like, I can't deal. I can't deal. I can't deal. Like, how to deal we're adults we can't so yeah we're adults <laughs> like so let's talk about it but but good i luck. can't do the phone tag thing i can't do the like this well, person said this and we oh have to do- that's it that's what i can't do group it is. i really can't do it buckle up well that's <sighs> yeah sorry sorry it's unwieldy or again this is where we define community versus intimate friendships and i've just always been better one-on-one like mm-hmm. i just do better with that kind of a friendship or like small groups of people where I have a lot of like trust and like security and whatever but like I think I do have other I have other groups of friends that like we do we can go on vacations together and like we get along and like whatever but like that's also really rare and there it doesn't come without like awkwardness Mm -hmm. hiccups having to have like a convo yeah you know but those I do think that when you find those people it is so special Mm -hmm. which is it's like dating. It's like mm-hmm. when you find someone you actually have chemistry with, it's like, mm-hmm. actually that's a kind of a big deal. And so the, want the friendship stuff, like when you find those people, that is a big deal and yeah. it should be cherished and everything. Um, I was just thinking also while you were kind of talking about that, 
like drama piece because I feel like there was like reflecting on Mm -hmm. our youth Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. um we were both a part of this creative conference called venture pop back in the day and we were both young like we were younger than everybody that Mm -hmm. kind of was involved and I was I I like have would have a lot of those people over Mm -hmm. and I feel like maybe because we were so young like I felt so out of it because there was Mm -hmm. so there were no stakes Mm -hmm. like uh, like there was no drama and I wasn't involved in any drama Mm -hmm. because it was like oh well then everyone's so much they're also like you're oh well you're you know you're you're a baby baby. we've always been treated like that so so you're so nothing's ever at fault like no one's gonna like gossip about Mm -hmm. something because they're like oh mm -hmm." like whatever and now it's just a different life like things there are bigger stakes to be had and maybe people are taking you more seriously than like what was happening in the past oh i've had realizations about this and it's like whoa but i didn't even know at the time that like i wasn't being taken seriously oh yeah you know what i mean 100 percent, 100 percent. i think um oh it's also icky too like i don't know like it's a weird i think about this too i i don't know and you've known me for a long time so actually i would love for you to like give me feedback on this but Mm. like i have found in the last several years particularly that i am i am either either people are getting a very wrong impression about me or i must be giving off a very wrong impression and by that i mean like um like people will say things to me after like after we've been friends for a while where they're like oh man like when i first met you like i thought you were such a bitch or like before i met you i thought you were such a bitch or like you always were like intimidating to me and like Mm. now i can't believe i thought that or like something Mm. to that effect which like i I don't even like the word intimidating because i'm like what does that even mean i'm like i don't actually don't really think i know what that word means it's like not it's that's a projection so like like for example one of mallory's really close friends um who i only who only like kind of like re-came into our lives recently i think she's so fucking cool like she's a delight and like i pretty early on was like oh i really love hanging out with her like i want to hang out with her more and we mm-hmm. have and every time i'm around her i'm like so effort i'm like i'm i'm genuinely like drawn to her and so i'm giving her lots of compliments because yeah. you know how i am also yeah like, you I'm, love you love to throw a compliment. i love to throw a compliment so i'm like oh my god i love your shoes or like i love your hair or like you're so funny or like oh my god you're literally beautiful because she is literally beautiful and she always like gives me this look that is like well she, also she's an aries so like let's oh just plug that in but she's always like huh, are you joking like she'll say something to the tune of like are you being sarcastic and i'm like no like like what okay you know what I mean? like i'm being so genuine and but and that's it, not you what's not me that like that reaction's not you what what reaction what like mean? her being like oh no no it's not that oh you're saying that it's not me doing something wrong no. that's giving her the wrong impression no okay like if you compliment someone and they go they act weird yeah i'm like do you are you confident or do you are, believe or that you you're pretty give, or do you give fake compliments no meaning meaning you see my compliment as me being shady because you yeah like give shady it's just compliments. it has nothing to do with you it's like this person like I have complimented people that like truly do not think that they are whatever I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Or women, women typically downplay yeah. all of it mm-hmm. because we're like not supposed to mm-hmm. accept right. that or believe that, mm-hmm. you know? And so, yeah, I don't think that that's, if anyone denies your a compliment, it's not on you. It's not the way that you're saying the thing. Yeah. You know, like it's, that is another person's inability to like receive 
yeah the thing are you being sarcastic uh, that's so uncomfortable though like right? way to make it uncomfortable I know, I but mean, also I, like again this part like hey do you want to talk about it no and i really <laughs> do you like, want to talk about it like it, it, it like almost every time we hang out it comes up and i i don't know if she like thinks there's like this like bit between us where there's like contention or if she like genuinely feels contention between us which is like so again i like from it's nowhere it's like and i don't understand what's happening and like this is where i'm like i'm autistic like literally like this is where i'm like i'm seeing like other people are seeing things that like i'm not seeing for some reason or like i'm misinterpreting because in my mind i'm like and i've said this before i'm for the girls i'm on team girl i love women i support women's rights i support women's wrongs okay <laughs> Like literally, like I, yeah, a I woman am, could do no wrong. Like, I am not like a mean girl type of girl. Like I want to kiss you on the mouth, maybe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like the weirdest thing that I'm gonna do is like be like, are we flirting? Like I'm, 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 I'm in love with women. I'm obsessed. So with So what women. are you saying? Is what happening? I'm saying is like, I, I don't know where I'm giving a signal to certain like people where they think that I'm like some kind of like bitch. Like, I'm, I think I have a strong personality. I think you have a, you're loud, you have a strong personality, and you're not afraid to call people out. All and some true. people think that that's being a bitch. I think some people do think that's being and a bitch. And that's just what it is. I've also been a bitch. But not, beca- not because I'm a bitchy gr- person. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, but, like, who cares? You know what I mean? Again, like, if yeah. we're not caring what other people are thinking about us, we are being self-aware, and we want to be careful that's what I'm that we're not coming off incorrectly. It's not that I care. It's that I'm, like... I'm genuinely asking, like, am I doing, am I missing a piece of the way that I'm coming across? I think you can roast people publicly and that's scary. Yeah. And people don't like to be roasted. Yeah. I've had some I've let you, about that. I have let you roast. Yeah. And maybe that was not good yeah. for, for other people. What do you mean? Like for you to feel like that was okay. Oh. And then do it to other people. Because you are like, I'm fine I've, with it, but I you're no not. feelings. Well, Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you do. No, I really don't. Okay. It, it, I do think that I, um, I, I'm really doing a lot of processing around my tendency to do that, especially with my partner. Yeah. And it has, it has given us both much grief and it is a thing that I do not like about myself. Like it is a thing that I, yeah, well it's, I can't figure out what it is because it's genuinely like not my attempt in my conscious mind. Right. Like when I think about it, I'm like, I don't want to make anyone feel bad i actually am starting to kind of like understand that maybe i'm feeling self-conscious or like i'm feeling you want to fill the space i'm feeling socially anxious you want to fill the space with words and, and make f- people laugh yes and and so and if i run out of me yourself right if i run out of ammunition for me which also no one likes to be around a self-deprecating person i no. used to be incredibly self-deprecating like in fact so i think i've like maybe been like okay no one likes a self-deprecating person so i'm gonna bring everybody in with a joke that like we can all laugh at it. Also for me, and I grew up in a family of like roasters, right? To be roasted is to be seen. Yeah. It's, it's not understood. embarrassing. It's not it, negative. In my, in my, in my yeah. best case scenario, right? Like I think what, what it should be at its highest form when you're that kind of person, which I am, it should be a like lighthearted commentary on a silly thing that, that all of does. us, your friends see that you do yeah. and still love you through it. Right. Yeah. Like it's not like, haha ha, and you don't pay your taxes ever on time like like it, <laughs> yeah, it, it shouldn't not, be a tool not offensive. to like be passive aggressive it like should be a like you do that cute thing with your nose that we all think is silly or like you that time that you like i don't know like slipped and fell and like bruised your tailbone and then we all had to like mm-hmm. carry you around for like whatever the fuck well like, i think it's okay it should be an endearing i hear you goofy thing but i think i don't always know what well, the I line think you is you rely on it 
Mm. And as soon as we rely on something socially, it's like becoming too comfortable. Yeah. Like you have to make yourself more uncomfortable. Yeah. And I think what I'm noticing too post COVID Mm -hmm. is like, how do we make conversation anymore? I'm so, I'm, I'm, it's so hard. I'm not as sharp witted no. as I used to be. And like we it's slower need to the to practice, take. Mm-hmm. you know, but we aren't practicing. We're just relying on old tropes that work mm-hmm. because we're panicked. Yeah. Yeah. Socially. Yeah. And then we are also like, there cannot be silence ever. Everyone must be entertained all the time. So like when there is the awkward lag, which there will be, I feel, I feel or we're in a group of people that do not curate or create conversation conversation oh we're it's like ah and we're, so we have to like we're gonna start we're gonna do something yeah but there's two things one i haven't listened to it but i really want to this person i posted an ad on i love creatives for ganza and this copywriter from california reached out super adorable mm-hmm. named sean binder and he has a podcast mm. where i forget what it's called but basically he asks people like fun party conversation starters oh cute. so like odd questions that we should all be asking oh, i think at i'm parties. great at this i think i'm great at this you are good at the question mm-hmm. asking but i think i need to be better at that mm. and what how can we talk about more things that get more people talking in general yeah. with each other and yeah. making relatable you know convos mm-hmm. happening mm-hmm. so that it's like a little lively interesting not fucking boring like yeah we're learning about each other Mm -hmm. we can all relate to the thing like that's what i'm trying to get better at because otherwise it's roasting or i'm talking about work right i i do i think the roasting for me definitely comes in when i have especially like like if me and mallory are somewhere it's like i don't know these people enough to gentle roast them so i'm going to gentle roast which is always not so gentle right right like the person that is nearest to me that i like know the best Mm -hmm. which has also been you on occasion and like it's just like the thing is I know that my intention isn't shitty but I know how it comes off and like I have been given feedback to that extent and like I just don't want to be that I don't, person I don't want to be that person yeah. like it's not kind and it's not nice and like it's not fun for everyone mm-hmm. it's fun for and it's not even fun for me because then I feel bad or like then that person was hurt and then I'm like wow like yeah I that did wasn't this my intention for a laugh like yeah fuck. what the fuck like and also how uncreative mm-hmm. like you said like how uncreative to like I know that I'm smarter and funnier than to have to rely on that but I also and I'm sure that you feel the same like you kind of like touched on it I'm exhausted sometimes I'm exhausted when I show up to social functions that are like either poorly planned or the invite list was bad and like it's the vibe is weird and then I'm like well now it is my personal responsibility to to fucking entertain yeah and I will because I want to have a good time and no or I'm one, not gonna like sit here in fucking silence. Right. What? I'm just. Gonna, but, but I should maybe just leave, because I also do like I will leave those situations being completely exhausted and having spit in myself, and then also maybe having offended like three to four people. Yeah, and it's like not your personal responsibility. Yeah. But I also am like, but then the people that invite you to the party like also sometimes feel relief that you're there because they know that you will yeah. do the thing, and then you're like, this isn't helpful. <laughs> okay. Anyone okay. involved? It bring, this circles back to and i know we've talked about this probably before middling okay larry david yeah early seasons of curb your enthusiasm there's an episode where he talks about he's at a dinner party the two people in the fucking middle of the table are duds they're they're duds they're talking about like their parking tickets or just like whatever like some kind of boring shit that no one else can connect to right and larry david's like no you have to switch with me because you can't middle 
and I can middle. Yeah. And so he sits in the middle and then he's the one kind of moving the conversation like around the room and like being like starting something over here. You read this book that, that you told me about. What does it say about this? Or like, and you also once told me like he's moving the conversation and I'm like, I'm a middle. Yeah. I'm a good middle, but we're both the middles. Yeah. And so we're both invited to the function to to be the fucking middle. And sometimes it's exhausting. I don't want a middle. It's exhausting to middle. When I meet someone who is like more engaging and entertaining and like funnier than me. I'm like tapped out. I'm like, thank you so much. Thank God. Amazing. Literally mic drop. I can relax. Here well, you I go. I can enjoy. And I get to enjoy <laughs> we now. We get to have fun. I get to, I get to <laughs> not perform. Yeah. I get to be entertained. It's such a... And this is so stupid to complain about, but it is true. It's the extrovert's burden. It's true. Sorry. It's also our fault. Like, I Sorry feel for being delightful. complaining about something that is innately a part of a personality that, like, I don't know. I just feel like it's a stupid complaint. You know what I mean? But it's real and it's exhausting. It is real and it is exhausting. And so because we're so exhausted by it, we decided to make a podcast where we We just middle at each other. We middle at each other (laughs) for hours. But it gets, I feel more energized by this. Me too. Yeah, no, this is good. And even like, even literally yesterday we were at our friend's birthday party. Mm -hmm. We were trying to not talk to each other so that we would have something to talk about today, which like as if we were ever going to like not run out of things. Yeah. As if we could ever. But, um, one of the people there who I adore Tiffany, 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 the Gemini. Love her. Shout out. Tiffany. I met her at Greg's previous gathering Mm -hmm. and she and I middled at each other for for hours. Hours. Yeah. I mean, we were in our own fucking world. Yeah. And I was literally like fucking finally like someone who can like and she was she's so fun to talk to she's so engaging she's a great listener and asking questions back shit to you absolutely which by the way she was like i want to listen to the podcast and we were like please (gasps) tiffany i hope tiffany's listening we love you because that's what i fucking need more of in my life because i i like allow a lot of like energy suckers to like feast like to like nurse upon my bosom It'll happen. You gotta watch out. You really gotta be careful out there. People are like, oh, you got good energy? Let me get a straw. Literally. Literally. No, but literally. Literally. I I think I've gotten better at discerning that the older that I have gotten, but like it has been a a thing that has happened to me um, throughout my life. I wish I had a because Kyle is like not a middler at all. Kyle would be so comfortable sitting completely silent at a dinner party. Like just completely silent. Kyle is, is a good person to be next to the middle. Yeah. You know what I mean? He'll, he'll, he'll pong. He won't ping, but he'll pong. He will not ping, but he will pong. <laughs> Correct. Well, he was pinging and ponging yesterday. Yeah. Well, you know, and if it, if it's needed, he's going to ping pong, but it's he like, he was giving us mother, the old razzle oh dazzle. So his mom came in town on Wednesday of this week mm-hmm. and slept over. He told me the day before that she was sleeping over. Also. Nope. Like this is how we know that Kyle is straight. No, you don't tell, first of all, you don't fucking tell me someone's coming to my fucking house. <laughs> you ask me. <laughs> You don't fucking tell me. We knew like we were going to get dinner with her when she came in town on Wednesday night and she had a flight. Sure. And so I was like, oh, that's going to be great. Like we get along. Like we chat. Sure. It's fine. A dinner is one thing. Like, yeah. So we're going on a walk. It's Tuesday. I'm like, okay, so we're still going. Where are we going to dinner with your mom tomorrow? And he's like, um, oh yeah. Forgot to tell you. So the flight's Thursday morning. She is sleeping over. No. We'll get takeout. She'll sleep on the couch. She'll come. She flies back Saturday night night. She'll sleep over. We'll go to brunch Sunday. I <laughs> was like, 
didn't know no. that she was no my blood is actually fucking boiling didn't know no. any of that i was and i was like your mom is not sleeping on the couch like it was i wasn't even like mad yeah but that's not acceptable that we're, if we're hosting though i need to be a little bit more prepared yeah i was like to comfortably it's tuesday host night we have work all tomorrow when Ashley. are we gonna put and she's coming at like three o'clock i'm i'm, I'm having a hard time <laughs> physically sitting down it right now was, i'm actually in a rage i was like oh my god but like you, oh you're a man like i forgot like sometimes i forget because he's bi and so he like doesn't oh, always never give me straight man vibes yeah. but like i was like you this is the most straight man thing this is the straightest thing you've this ever is done the straightest thing you've ever other done. than have sex with me <laughs> like the, the, this is second it. straightest thing you've ever done second straightest thing you've ever done and no I, and like i don't literally I, also i'm like no a mother being like no no problem i'll sleep on the couch and a son being like yeah that's fine nope what no so i immediately i'm like you're a fucking idiot like hate you you're right now a stupid fucking idiot and now i, have to and I understand this. that like life has been very overwhelming for you and i'm trying to have like compassion but i have no compassion in this moment well we have your, to like your compassion thread is always <laughs> really at low. its fucking end but i was like oh my god so i'm like no she's sleeping in the bed we have my grandpa's air mattress we're gonna get the air mattress out but like we have to do that tonight we have to put away all the clothes tonight Sheets. here's how we're died here's mm-hmm. how we're doing the fucking chores when we get home from the wine run that we're doing right now we better get more wine we're having you know, company we're having so fucking, we have to clean the house now jesus christ so fine all fine but i don't know what the dynamic shift is but kyle will just sit totally straight-faced silent mm-hmm. in the presence of family just leaves you to the fucking wolves like just completely unengaged and i'm like what is going on what is happening like can we discuss though being abandoned by your partner around their family the being a that's I, all it is i have been put through that in every relationship that I've they're been like in. but this that's Are the they, they, my ex okay the big ex the one that this very yeah. podcast was founded upon well you and her dad were like besties we were besties but guess what before that she we would go to her family's house and then she would i'm not exaggerating disappear for hours kyle does that i don't know doing what in her family's home so now i'm on the fucking couch like not moving with everyone shoulders to the ears stressed okay now i've got to make small talk with like mom meemaw peepaw you know like two (laughs) little nieces and nephews whom i don't know like would literally Leave. leave That's not this, okay to do. This is so normal, though. Like everyone listening is like, yeah, that's happened to me. Yeah, either you're happened, the, either we, yep. you're the person being abandoned, yep. or you're the abandoner. And who, if you're the abandoner, go fuck yourself. Fuck you. But this is the equivalent of like, oh, the more fun person is at the party, so I can tap out. Yep, that's one hundred percent. Yep, what it is though. Yep, fend for yourself. So it's just me being like, how is the conference? Like what? Deedly deedly razzle dazzle tap it's dancing like, what the fuck literally putting on a whole it's tap so, performance and i'm like what's so annoying is like i'm not the one in this dynamic you don't need quality time with your parent right now either i don't need quality like yeah, that's your parent need, that's your time parent with. and and like i love i'm like this is a great dynamic sure i'm glad that she like th- this is like a good you know mother-in-law scenario it's not like this is a bad situation but i think i get so confused because i will I have the power in my family dynamic. And when Kyle is over at my family, like I am leading kind of you're the, shepherding like, him through the shepherding experience. You're not leaving him. To, you're, you're, you're going, can I fix you a plate? Yeah. Here's where you can get a beverage. 
or like we're gonna what go. What time do you want to leave? Should we go for a walk? Or right I'm now? gonna go. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're just like you're kind of maneuvering the whole thing. You can stop the combo with somebody else. You can start something. Like mm-hmm. you're facilitating. You're a facilitator. Correct. And Kyle is just not facilitating at all whatsoever, ever, in a family dynamic. He needs to middle with his family. Yeah. With it's you. so cr- it's like crazy because and it's like if he wants to leave he's not like facilitating or initiating the leaving oh no and i'm like why is that my response we're in your family oh, no. i'm not gonna be like okay guys bye okay okay wait what wait this is huge this is huge this is huge and i think that this i got this nugget from esther perel i don't remember if that's true but i got this nugget from some couples therapist we need help so please. who said this okay the dynamic the appropriate family dynamic for your in-law is not that you have a relationship with that person. It is that you have a relationship with that person through your partner. Yeah. So like what happens is couples will get into a tricky thing where like, let's say like mother-in-law wants this to happen and she's going to tell spouse instead of her child. And then the, the, the spouse goes to the child and says, your mom is asking me to do X, Y, and Z. And the child is like, well, not on me. Deal with it. Like if you want to deal with my mom, you don't. No, 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 no. You as you as partner should never be dealing with or making concessions with or communicating even really mm-hmm. with the parent. I totally agree with through that. the child. Like I the, totally agree. It is it is you, if if your in law is in if if your parent is in town or involved in your life, it is your responsibility to have conversations and situations for your partner. Yeah. So like you you never should put your partner in the position where they have to go. Like I'm hungry, I need something, whatever. To your parent, you should be attending to them, and then telling your parent, "We would like to go we to sleep like now. To leave. We yeah. would like to leave. We would like whatever." That is like the appropriate dynamic. Or like come in with activities. Like but what just- happens? What happens is is that, it, and it depends. Like I know, like for Mal and her mom, like I don't have that problem with Mal and her mom. For the record, like Mallory, well, they always, like comes up with things to do. Mallory, yeah. well, Mallory steps. Mallory, what I mean is that Mallory Shepard like facilitates my relationship with her mom. And so, like, she doesn't leave me to the wolves with it. And if I'm uncomfortable with something or whatever, she never says, like, well, Sydney wants to blah, blah, blah. Right. She's like, we. And that means everything. That's so beautiful. To me. And important. And w- we, we would not be getting married if it were otherwise. Because mm-hmm. I, I, that, is, that is the correct responsibility. I think a lot of the time parents, because their child is with you now, they consider you another child. So they almost treat you, like, instead of the partner of their child, like, now you're child number four. Yeah. And like, that's where dynamics can get like tricky, tricky. Especially yeah. if your partner like is not in a position where they feel like they can comfortably like represent the couple. Right. And that's really what it's about. They have to be able to represent y'all's partnership, mm-hmm. not just them. And yeah. consider what your experience is with their family. Yeah. I'm very curious how this is going to continue. Well, y'all haven't like had a chance to really like pro like no discuss no no this ha- whole she thing. left this afternoon yeah yeah so y'all have i'm sure some really great things to talk about <laughs> just just some light just casual learning. conversation conversations about dealing 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 with our mothers in law by the way that's how you pluralize what oh yeah it's not laws brothers in law sisters in law weird mothers in law that doesn't sound correct it's grammar and one thing i know is grammar This is some bullshit